Hello, and welcome to ReTNG, the Star Trek Next Generation Rewatch Podcast. My name is Chris. This is Emmett. That's our very serious so you, sorry, intro. Sorry, you, you sounded really serious there. A very serious intro. Uh, yes. Uh, and so episode, this week... Episode 9! This week... Th- this week... This week what? I, I'm Ep- getting... What I'm, episode is it? Usually you say what I don't is. have the title off the top of my head. I've talked oh, Hide and Q. Hide and Q. Thank you. I was like, it's the Q episode. It is um, the it's, Q episode. It's, it's the earliest episode of Star Trek that I recall... You distinctly remember. I distinctly same. remember, like, the events. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, a so, lot of that probably has to do with... I know because I started, it's a Q episode, yeah. I saw a lot of those ones. Because I know I started at the very beginning, because I was aware of the pilot coming and being mm. anticipating it and being... In front. No. I watched from the very start, oh, so. I think it's just a case of, I saw this episode yeah. more often for, because it was a Q cool. episode. It's cool, yeah. man. It's yeah. cool. It's all good, man. Yeah. Do you have an intro for this? Yes! Yes! Right, so what's, this what's week, this week on Star Trek The Next Generation... Yes. That is the show. Picard declares Q a flim-flam man. Yeah. Uh, Riker has a good laugh. True. Worf has sex on the bridge. <laughs> Tasha gets sent to the penalty box. <laughs> Jordy has a thing for Tasha, question mark. And Wesley gets to be a man. Also, Troy may or may not be in this episode. Troy is definitely not, not in, in this, this episode? episode. Okay, I wasn't sure. Based on how much she's been in other episodes, I wasn't sure. Very funny. <laughs> So, Hide and Q has a story by C.J. Holland, screenplay by C.J. Holland and Gene Roddenberry. C.J. Holland does not actually exist. Uh, C.J. Holland is, in fact, uh, Maurice Hurley. Oh, so like a pen name? was theoretically the sort of head writer at this time in the early days. But as we know, that didn't really mean anything back then. He couldn't really have been that great of a head writer, given His... <laughs> the general quality of the episodes. So, yeah. Uh, and the fact that he did not last beyond this season. Yeah. Um, or, sorry, uh, beyond second season, I guess. Oh, so he did do something. He, he did the second, the second season. season. Oh, okay. Well, it was problems involving him and Gates McFadden is apparently oh, what right. led to her leaving right. for season two. Yeah. Uh, and then she came back for season three, mm-hmm. and he was already he was gone by then. So, yeah. um, But apparently he had he asked... Like, in some ways, like, that's too bad. But on the other hand, that did mean we got... Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, yeah, it's fine. Um, Things, everything happens for a reason. Uh, who, who was it for, for the second season there? Uh, uh, Dr. Pulaski. Dr. Pulaski, who is yeah. awesome. Yeah. So, everything yeah. happens for a reason. It's yeah. it's all good. It's all ancient history. Uh, but apparently he asked to for his name to be put as like a pseudonym um, because um, uh, Gene Roddenberry actually um, did a lot of rewriting on his script and he just didn't feel like... He's just like, it's not really my script anymore. Um, and um, apparently in those early days, Roddenberry used to do a lot of, like, rewrites on other people's work before they would, the episodes would be made. Um, which, you know, as far as we've seen, probably to mixed results. Um, but oh, okay. but uh, apparently after this, that didn't happen so much because there was a lot of issues over what happened here because yeah. Maurice Hurley didn't like the fact that right. um, and it was uh, directed by Cliff Bull uh, who we talked about before about mm-hmm. being the, the namesake of the Bullion race that will be introduced yeah. later on and uh, to this point um, this is his second episode that he's directed his first was Lonely Among Us right. the, yeah, the, yeah. the dog and snake episode dog and snake episode one of the most bo- <laughs> one of the more boring, more episodes, more boring episodes that they've episodes, had yeah, yeah. which does not bode well yeah. um, 
Dog and Snake episode, yeah. <laughs> this episode first aired November 23rd, 1987. Um, yeah, so it's... <laughs> we should have done. If we had been thinking about this ahead of time, we should have come up with alternate titles for each yeah. of these episodes. Oh, I've been putting things in the <laughs> description yeah. for the post, so... Um, yeah, so this episode is, like, the... It's the return of Q, mm-hmm. who was introduced in the pilot, but it's the first real Q episode. Centric, yeah. Because yeah. in the pilot, it was like he was just kind of an element amongst the well, far, like the whole rest of that. There's the far point the, plot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was the introducing he, all the characters. He was like oddly enough for a character who ends up having so much impact. He was literally the B story yeah. on that. Oh, definitely, that. yeah. Because yeah. yeah, no. there was like all the far point plot, and then there was like a lot of time just yeah. introducing all of our main characters. Yeah, yeah. Being that it was the pilot. Uh, speaking um, of which, another episode. Uh, almost like last week's. No B plot. I mean, yeah, there, but it's there fine is, because it will Q just use it up. I mean, there's sort of a bit of a B story with the like, like the which is like actually their whole goal. Oh, Picard on because Picard's on the ship for most of the episode. Oh and, well, no, I was thinking no because they're the B oh, story is them going to the mining to, accident to the but, colony. Yeah, but as it turns out, that just bleeds into the A story, right. so it doesn't. Yeah, yeah. So okay, I'm gonna hmm. question. I want to ask you something. Yes, and this this came out last night because uh, me and Laura okay. were watching this. Yes. How do you feel about Q as a character in the series? This is something that I, I'm... Extremely positive. You're extremely... Okay, I also am a big fan of Q. I don't always feel he was used... Correct. Correct. I like, also amazingly... 100% agree with that. Yeah. But, but John Delancey's for the most performance part, John Delancey, yes, puts it exactly. over the top. And how him and particularly Picard... Amazing. Like... Yes. Yeah. Like that is an excellent... They, they tried to replicate the success of that with on Voyager with him... Oh, and, Voyager several times, yeah. and him getting into a thing with Captain Janeway. Janeway, but that did it not never. Well, it was okay, well, but it was because, never as good as because with often like, and I don't. And they only like, tried it once like, on Deep Space Nine. Yeah, he was only ever on Deep Space Nine once, and it didn't, didn't really work. work at all. As um, like I wasn't the biggest fan of Voyager, although I I did like it yeah. more than Deep Space Nine. Um, and, and again, not too um crap or, or, or like the little uh, um, what's her name's uh, ability uh, uh, of, of portraying the character of, of Janeway but Janeway was definitely the like she they really she really channeled like Picard a lot over the course of that series in a way um, yeah I mean and she I had her make, own stuff too you, you but know, there was definitely there were times a bit when, of that yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah no but him and him and Picard but I eventually over the course of the series mm-hmm. um, uh, yeah. Q and a lot of the cast, yeah. Like their so this, so this, what I was trying to get at, no. Uh, to keep the long story short, is <laughs> what I was trying to get at is kind of Q's first appearance is in the pilot episode, but yeah. this is the first real Q, Q episode, episode. Yeah. and it sort of begins the tradition of having a big Q episode in each, each season, season. Yeah. for the most part, and usually the name of the episode having some sort of Q pun or yeah. some sort of reference to like a saying. But incorporating the Q, I, 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 this yeah. one being Hyde and Q. Yeah. Um, uh, I I don't know if I should say now or say later. I feel like in a way it m- makes more sense to say it now. But um, I haven't seen this episode in a little while because I don't watch season one that much. Uh, or historically have not watched yeah. season one that much over, over the years. Um, and as I we've come up so far, yeah. good reasons. And I couldn't <laughs> quite remember like if 
like what how if it was good or like if it was kind of just okay or like i remembered it not being bad so there was that um this viewing here i loved this episode yeah i thought it was was amazing yeah like easily the best one so yet oh for me absolutely like i absolutely i was really surprised by how good it was because I was expecting just because I just didn't have really strong memories of it other than just a few bits and pieces. Mm. Turns out the bits and pieces that I remembered, eh, like they were like the least of it. Like there was so much. So I say that because I want to say that as a precursor to the fact that the very first thing that is said in this episode is Picard's log uh, voiceover at the beginning saying that (laughs) Kessler Troy has been sent home on a shuttle. Troy will not be in this episode. Which... For all my criticisms about the show not using Troy well and giving her nothing to do and blah blah, you completely like left her right to out just of be episode. like, yeah, no, she's just gone. Like, yeah, yeah. right off the bat, I'm like, oh my god. She, and, and but it turns out that like, like okay, that's too bad. But honestly, would the episode have been made better by having Troy there not doing anything? Yeah, no. I mean, to be fair, um, this the character involvement in this episode is primarily Riker, Q, Riker, and Picard. Yeah. Everybody else is in it, but Tasha's barely in it. Yes. Uh, Crusher is barely in but it. But I will you know? say that pretty much everybody, maybe not Wesley, but, but pretty much everyone <laughs> does get like at least like a little, a little moment bit. to shine. Yeah. And I'll get to that shortly. Yeah. But so like you say, the B story, if there could be said yeah, to be. Right, right. Is I mean, the, the ep- driving start oh, of this I episode. I love how, okay, right off the bat, I should say, like, one of the things that's great with this episode is right after the that voiceover log yeah. where it mentions that Troy's gone, um, like, the pacing, like, it just, boom, right away, we're in the middle of, like, things happening. Yeah. They're, they're at warp 9.1, 9, yeah. rocketing towards this colony because yeah. there's been Emergency. This, this horrible explosion and they're yeah. going to, like, provide medical support. Yeah. And, I loved the fact that, like, so many of these episodes have just had these leisurely starts where they're just kind of like, oh, yeah, we're just doing some stuff, and then, oh, something happens, and then, like, okay, well, we're let's, out and about. let's go was, check that out, and, blah, blah, uh, blah. The, and I love how this just well, starts, this one, boom! Well, this one, they have, right like, a direction it. versus often, yeah. like, what happens is, like, coincidence by yeah, where they have but it's to like, be. for yeah. example, in a lesser episode, you might have... Like, they're just cruising along, and then they get, like, maybe a call from Starfleet saying, oh, this thing has happened. Yeah. We're going to get you to go and, and, and yeah. check it out or go and help out yeah. with it. They this just is, skip beyond that, yeah. and they're already on their way, and it's we're, like things are moving. Yeah. Things are fast-paced. This episode starts in Chapter 2. Yeah, like, yeah it's amazing. Already, yeah. Love it. And then almost right away, they encounter the, 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 the Q, Q energy yeah. grid shield yeah. thing, which, of course, we know, like, oh, we know what's we, going down now. Yeah. You know, even if, you know, obviously you know from the title and yeah. from knowing the show that this yeah. is a Q episode. But, like, when it first came out, when you didn't know yeah. as well and, you know, maybe you didn't notice the episode title. Who knows? Yeah. But if you didn't know, right, yeah. you saw that grid and it was like, boom, it's Q. And then Q, you, Q chooses to, pre- yes. chooses to present himself. Three snakeheads coming a, out of, like, a big glowing, like, a like a, a floating orb like with, like, those, like, little glowies orbs, going around orbs. it. Yeah, with, yeah, like, yeah. glowies around it. <laughs> it's just, like, the most, like... like And, like, a big, like, a booming Oz voice. Both, both like, it, it doubles down as both, like, it looks so haphazard, yeah. but also, like, clearly, like, Q thinks this will dazzle them. Yeah, well, exactly, you know? yeah. <laughs> but it's... And, 
and then he, and so then he switches to uh, like a super over the top admiral's uniform yeah, yeah. with like all this like gold leaf all over it. Yeah. Like we never see anything that looks like that again. No, 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 no. not to that degree anyway. Yeah, yeah. And then again, I mean, I've said it because well, he doubles down on that later. Yeah, when he appears as a oh, field the, marshal, the, the marshal yeah. because it's the only the one French of a higher marshal, ranking than, is higher than admiral. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but because um, why would Q rank himself anything less than the best he could? Again, right? like, like I've said it a million times, but. This go through, like I never, like I always liked Riker, yeah, as character, but I never really put a lot of thought into it. But this go through, like as we're doing this rewatch and I'm like watching it with more of like critical eye and stuff, I, I have been so impressed with Riker, like yeah. because I love how he's just like the Ice Man. I've said yeah. this a million times, but like he's always just so cool under pressure and stuff, yeah. And he always just kind of takes everything like, like oh yeah, whatever, yeah. We, we we got this, yeah, like yeah. we got this, it's fine, yeah. don't worry about it, you know. And I just oh, he's awesome. It's, also, and then you go from that to like Picard, like like Patrick Stewart's performance is mm-hmm. just like yeah. on point. I really I really liked how like immediately like. Q, of course, has his whole, like, oh, I'm yeah, amazing yeah. spiel. And Picard's like, look, that's great. Yeah. Well, we've got some business to attend to. Yeah. We'll totally talk to you. Yeah, yeah. As soon as he, we he's deal like, with He's like, business. that sounds very interesting, interesting. Q. Yeah, yeah. But, but we'll talk to you we'll, after we'll, we've we'll, done like, this. Yeah, this thing. Yeah. And, of course, Q's just like, he's like, no, yeah. you will make time for yeah. me now. Seize my vessel. Seize my vessel. Yeah, my vessel. Yeah. Like, yeah, he gets the joke. About making fun of Picard talking about Yeah. And then, you know, proceeds to abduct the crew. Yeah, he takes the crew to this, like, planet. Because it's time for games. And, uh, yeah, yeah. It's the whole thing about ga- a game. Yeah. And I like how, like, at this point, Riker is still just kind of enjoying this. Like, yeah, he's yeah, still I just mean. kind of like, oh, yeah, this is fun. Well, you know, I, it's, just, it's I, all good. Know, yeah. Like, we get again, like, he's like, we can handle this. Mm-hmm. Um, so, well, because also, you like, when dealing with Q, you you have to kind of just be along for the ride. Because yeah. there's not else, what else can you do, yeah. you know? Um, I, so when they're on the planet... Uh, the stuff with Picard, like, alone, like, on, on the, the bridge. bridge. <laughs> Picard tries all the doors. Yeah, yeah, he goes to, like, all the turbolift doors and stuff like that. Nothing, nothing works. Like, he, they, he's just, just everything's just there. suspended. Yeah. But... Well, as it turns out, he's actually in the penalty box. Yeah, well, <laughs> maybe, yeah. <laughs> like, it turns out the he's, bridge he's is... He's not literally, well, No, but, 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 like, he's, yeah. you know... Uh, but, he's offside, anyway. Yeah, <laughs> but, but I just thought that was eerie to have, like... Yeah. Because normally you have, like, they, they depict well, they, the bridge as this, like, bustling well, center of activity. Yeah. You have multiple people. You have all the flashing Black lights, lights, all the sounds. Everything is, is everything also is suspended. suspended. Uh, there's no nacelle noise. Yeah. They kill no the nacelle noise, And so, too, basically, so. it's just filming Patrick Stewart standing on the set by himself. Like. With no sound, no lights, yeah. no nothing. And it was well, really. Well, no, there was lights. It wasn't pitch dark. No, I mean, like, no, <laughs> like, not all the oh, act, no, active, all like, lights blinky lights yeah, yeah, going yeah, yeah. all over the place, right? And it was the computers like are like frozen, like you yeah, can't and access it, them. And yeah. everything is just and it, it was really eerie. Yeah. I was like, this is like the the, the Twilight Zone version yeah, of, yeah, of, yeah, yeah. of uh of We're Star like, Trek. Picard wakes up and the crew's all gone. Yeah, like yeah, everyone's yeah, yeah, yeah. gone and everything's just kind of suspended in time yeah. and he's just on the bridge by himself. Yeah. And the that's where like you really see how big that bridge set is. It's, it's when he's by himself exactly. and it's just like that's just real empty. Huge. Yeah, yeah. Um and then uh yeah, there's um on the planet, they have the thing with like the um, uh, Tasha and Worf, of course, are quick with their like the, the phasers. Their phasers, yeah. um, and and Tasha still has like that little, the tiny little mini phaser that they oh, use, yeah, like yeah. In, in Justice. Breaker has another one that later. I pointed out. Yeah. yeah, 
that I pointed out from Justice the, Night. The, I just the, hate those. The, uh, the, the, but then the, Worf, the car fob. The, yeah. the, the alarm yeah, fob yeah. phases. And then yeah. Worf has, like, the, which, again, it's that thing when I go back and watch early episodes and I forget, like, oh, yeah, like, before they they got, like, the, the like, they replaced, like, the uniforms. And, yeah, like, yeah. a lot of the props were also, like, upgraded. And the early, like, the full-size, like, hand phaser, like, not the little well, mini one. Well, it looks like shot yeah, or, or like a small shop vac, or yeah. like an electric razor. It's an electric razor, like, yeah, yeah, like it a just big has electric this razor. Real, yeah. yeah, I was just like, wow, yeah, right. All the all the, the props are like early. Cheap. The early props are so different. <laughs> yeah, because um, I think they changed all that. Like, well, basically, I think well, they started to change time. like second season, yeah. and then like third, I think, was even more, and so on. You know, it always uh, uh, developed, but well, definitely one of those things. Like um, early on, like you think, you think well. How much effort do we yeah. really need to? Also, you you have a like, well. What is of, the what is the visual style we really want yeah. to give this? Well, and they were really still working yeah. at it. And a lot of it yeah. is also a matter of developing. So it's like yeah. you make something to use to start out with, and then you're like, well, we yeah. can make that better. better. Yeah. So like they just continue to evolve it. Um, I, mean, I, I mean, I think we talked about this in the previous yeah. episode, but. Uh, I never really had an issue with the tiny phasers. Like, I kind of thought it was an interesting concept. Something so small could be so powerful. Yeah. But, it, on the other hand... It did, but it doesn't ridiculous. look impressive. Look it doesn't look... They just look goofy. Yeah, it doesn't ridiculous. look cool, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, when it comes to things like phasers and things like that, this is where, like, the rule of cool, cool should come yeah, into exactly. play. Yeah. And they just don't look cool. Yeah. They look yeah. like a little, you know, you're 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 firing phasers from a, a, a TurboGrafx 16 game. There is a, you know, those little cards. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, there, yeah, there's yeah, a exactly. reference there's for you. Yeah. Um, there, there, there actually was a um, uh, some sketches of like what they wanted to do with. Looks kind of like a big like uh, SIM card for those of you nowadays. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and there was actually there was actually but like there was like constant sketches of like what they were and like the iteration of like what they were going to do with phasers. Yeah, some of them like well that kn- car fall. Yeah, actually, one of the least ridiculous well, well, ones. Because I know, they had. well, I there's mean, one that actually looks kind of like they're just holding a miniature version of the Enterprise. Yeah, which well, is really well, bad. And, and I realized that part of that and the whole like with the the, the shop, like the 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 hand vac, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, electric nozzle, razor the kind of one. On it, like yeah. I realized a lot of that came down to because um, they were trying to avoid making them look like guns. That's what they yeah, wanted to. Yeah. They wanted to get away from because the original stuff, the original series and whatnot, they, they were clearly they, just like ray guns. You yeah, know? yeah, exactly. And they were trying to get away from that and that's fine like well they were trying to pull more of a futuristic slant yeah exactly make them sleeker and more you know more like tools yeah um but uh i I love um the whole thing with um because there's just great stuff here with the dialogue here riker and and riker and q yeah and q with like as you say like the field marshal thing and the the, the full napoleonic uh yeah the tent the the tent the, the like headquarters tent yeah 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 um but I love the thing about the 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 drink. Well, because everybody it, drinks well, they, whatever drink they would imagine them, they would want the most. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but but like because because Rikers like takes the drink and it's, he's like and it's like old fashioned lemonade. lemonade. And he's like, I was just thinking about yeah, that, yeah, yeah. and then he's like, it's like and that's why it was. Yeah. And then they do the drinks for everyone thing, and then like the, like Data just kind of looks just, at his and just kind of like. Well, like you know, he's, he's just like I don't he's, he's, like Data. Like, like who cares? Yeah, like like yeah, it doesn't. And then Worf. The best is Worf. He does the thing where he pours it out and he just stares with like, with like the death stare. Really hates Q. Oh yeah, well because he hates anything that he can't like like, punch, punch, and like that he can't (laughs) directly you know confront. And then and then smashes the glass. Yeah, yeah, without breaking eye contact. You just yeah. I was like, and then and so there's the whole Q makes the thing about like like oh yeah you know Klingons you know drink not with thine enemy enemy. is like the saying of the Klingons right. And they hold. They discuss the game, 
and I the game shall be completely that, completely not, like, unfair. unfair. Yeah. yeah. Well, because there's, there's got to be rules. The yeah. game has to have rules, and there's got to be like stakes. Yeah. And then at which point he decides the game shall be completely unfair. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because I, I, I think it's Worf because he says like you know the game is like to survive or whatever. Yeah. And Worf is like we will you know if if it's yeah. fair you know yeah. and he's just like and then it will be completely you, unfair. Yeah. Thanks, Worf. Thanks for screwing then, us on. And then like Tasha makes the move, and I completely forgot. I thought it was like the game starts and things happen and, and she oh, like does something like that Q doesn't no, like game hasn't even really it hasn't even really started Ten he immediately box. sends her to the penalty box which, which, which turns her, out just means going to the bridge well not only just the bridge but it's literally just her standing at her station, station. at yeah, the yeah, tactical yeah. station I, there it was actually something I remember her being like frozen at her station yeah. but actually she moves around a bit there yeah but she doesn't yeah. really leave, leave yeah, the yeah, station because yeah. Picard comes up well, to talk to her yeah right um but I like the Captain whole Captain Picard gives her like they're like, Captain, like, you have permission to cry in the penalty box. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah crying is permitted in the penalty box. Oh, well, well that's where you find out the rules of the penalty box, <laughs> where there's only room for one person. Right, in the yeah, so box. if anyone else is a penalty, penalty Tasha yeah. will just be turned, yeah. gone and put into nothingness. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I like how, like, when they explain this, and then now it's like, Riker's not having so much fun. Yeah, because yeah, he was all good. Well, now, now when it was just a lark, it's yeah, like. But, but now, now he's like. Yeah. Now they're threatening, yeah, actually exactly. threatening his yeah, people. Yeah. You know, and so this is where he gets serious. Although, although that never really becomes much because uh, I remember also the penalty box being a bigger thing because such big yeah. things done about it. No, but like like five minutes later, he takes Tasha out of the penalty yeah, box. Yeah, because he comes, goes to the bridge. He comes yeah. on the bridge and he talks and, to the. Yeah, he takes her out of the penalty and box. Yeah. and then it's never brought up again. Yeah, I which was actually the one thing I was like, oh. I thought there was a bigger well, deal in this. I, it's because, I mean, as far as like, it's never brought up again. But that's because the the pace of the episode is just, just so, like, it sorry, just yeah, keeps yeah. moving well, forward. At, they never dwell well, on one thing. Point, by this point, um, uh, Worf's all, like, out on the scouting mission. Yeah. And they that's where they find the weird, like, animal. Yeah, like, yeah. sort of the pig men soldiers. <laughs> well, was, as, as Dana was said, like... That Picard would find it aesthetically unpleasing because, like, the French soldiers are displayed yeah. as like weird pigmen, yeah. like Ugnaughts um, or something. I like when, <laughs> yeah. So the thing where Q comes onto the ship um, to talk to Picard yeah. while Tasha's in the penalty box, um, he does the thing where he's sitting in the captain chair, yeah, and he like pops the thing up and he does like a captain's like, log, his yeah. like log own log entry, and um. Uh, that stuff is all delivered really well. John Delancey is so good. Oh, because they go from... It's because it's all... It's all... Um, it's all exposition. It's all yeah. just talking about yeah. their uh, experiences, like Q's experiences with humans yeah. and what's going to happen and yeah. what they're doing and what's going on. Yeah. It's all exposition. Well, because that leads but to... But it's delivered so well. Because that scene leads to where they're talking in his... The ready room. The ready room. With all the Shakespeare, Shakespeare stuff. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, again, yeah. love that scene. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Oh, and, uh, well, that is where we actually get. I mean, this episode is the see. That was the thing about Q and Farpoint. Yeah, Q was this like weird, all powerful. Yeah, he's creature. just messing with he's them. Just messing. But you know nothing about his motivation. Yeah, there's no motivation. Well, you don't even know. Like this episode is where you find out that like, that's what I'm saying. There's a this Q continuum. The, the, there's other Qs. Qs there's like a whole other. They find like more you don't or less, know any like, of that in the first the one. Qs see. I mean, the, the Qs live outside of space and time. In some way, yeah, like, like they're like Doctor Who, yeah, uh, yeah. It's, but, it's 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 not well defined. It's probably um, for the best. And so they are they are aware of like where humanity's going in the future, or what they could potentially, potentially go yeah. in the future. And it's a combination of they are. It's not so much they're afraid of humanity. It's 
Uh, well, being... he mentions that, well, they don't really understand the human drive well, to well, move forward and evolve further and well, explore. And... Because the, the cube don't need to do any of those right. things well, because they're and already... And as we learn later in the series, as we no, learn more the about Q the cube, is super stagnant. they're super stagnant well, to the point which... where, like, literally they have, like omnipotent power and they basically do nothing, nothing with it because they've already done, done everything, everything and they're just yeah. like super stagnant and they yeah. don't move forward yeah. and q even mentions here that the idea of that humanity has the potential to even move even beyond, beyond the q you. because they have this drive right. forward that yeah. the q does not have yeah, yeah. Well, right? and it's that thing like i mean we never get the and again i mean that is we never get the story of where the Q continuum yeah. came from. And that's from. representing the best aspects of the yeah. sort of Roddenberry vision, vision of that yeah. humans have this infinite capacity to evolve yeah. and grow and st- expand. And which become, is always which is, the one thing that, like... Yeah, because you look around you and you're like, uh, but, oh, you know... Oh, no, no, no. Look, I mean, look, well, like, you look around like us humans, and, like, clearly that is Humans feel like they... Yeah. We, it feels uh, like humans haven't yeah. developed at all, <laughs> yeah. you know? Um feels like we may as well be in the cave still cave safe, yeah, you know? yeah. but um, but the roddenberry vision of like that idealistic humanistic yeah. vision of that humans have this potential and this kind of stuff is like the best yeah. sort of uh uh expression the of best that. expression of, which you is know? that because oftentimes like, it's expressed in a very where, like, wishy-washy where, way um where star trek always it's the one thing about star trek that always kind of bums me out a little bit where um uh not so much the the you know, humanity's infinite potential part. Yeah. Um, uh, it's more the, and it, this is directly touched on in this episode with the Q thing, where it's, you know, where they talk about like, of all the races we met, it's humanity is the superior race in the galaxy. Well, and that's I don't always say... the thing that bummed me off. It's just like, like, I, well, because is... they do, because I mean, Q loves also likes to make fun yeah. of, uh, uh, Worf. Oh, yeah. The sort of Klingons in general is like dumb. Microbrain. Like, microbrain. You yeah. know. Uh, and he really craps on on them like right in front of everyone else. Like, like, oh, like, like, oh, the rest of your, your, your crew have potential that you do not and that is only sort of backed up when... Yeah, I don't really like, see it that way and, and to me it's I, I don't really see it so much as like again, that humanity is depicted as superior because well they it, they're constantly encountering things that are much more well, it, currently yeah but, like humanity will eventually right but that's because it's coming from a humanistic yeah, point and, of well view, and that's a, right and that Run, is sort of and uh, that is one of those things that's always bothered me but they're generally but, but about, they're trying but the the idea is yeah. that they're trying to encourage. Yeah you know, humanity. Yeah. Yeah. The show is made for humans. humans. Like, I'm sorry, but it's made for no, humans it's, and it's trying to encourage the idea that humans could be the, more, something more than they currently are. It's the, it's, and this is a Star Trek Whether it's logical part, or not. This is the classic part of Star Trek where yeah. um, whenever you encounter an alien race, they are, uh, they represent some single part of humanity yeah. and they're super homogenous. Humans are the only ones that have like the full breadth. Yeah. I mean, of... that's a simplification. That's not entirely, it's not entirely the case, true. but yes, um, generally. But but because again, like you said, um, Star Trek is all about humanists. Like the races they meet and the kind of attitudes and cultures. That well, these they they put have, up a mirror it, that, of certain exactly aspects, it, you, know? you know. And that is, I think, that is the one thing that separates. Not not the, the one thing, but the big like Star Trek Star Wars debate yeah. is where like also. Even though, like, Luke Skywalker looks like a human, technically not a human being. Um, well, he's not an Earth human. Not an Earth but he's human he's still being. human. I mean, yeah. that race is defined as being human. Well, 
they're, they're defined as being human, but they're not homo sapiens, I guess is the, maybe the way you could look at it, um, is uh, in Star Wars, um, outside of the clearly human-centric Empire, which is only kind of sort of part of the story there, um, they aren't given that. Yeah. It's, uh, Star Wars is not a story about humans told told, told no. to humans. Well, it's, it's a just, story of this big amalgam- science fancy adventure it, story. Yeah, exactly. It's a big amalgamation it, it, of it, it, alien it, races it, it, versus even though the intentions am- behind exactly. it are completely even different. Even though they amalgamate yeah. alien races into the crew and stuff yeah. of Enterprise or, or on the Enterprise and in the Star Trek in general, um, like, like Worf is like over the series is a great character. Yeah. Like he, he develops into oh, a very yeah, great character. Well, I mean, it was said many times that that's... Uh, Tasha leaving is kind of what allowed the, yeah. the space yeah. to allow him to, to be, to be able to develop definitely the case work. of... Um, like, I always, like... The more the more aliens interacting, like, like as part of the crew, um, is where Star Trek really shines... Um, Speaking of which, we got to talk about Discovery for a couple minutes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, after, for sure. After for sure. this, <laughs> um, uh, the the these, and I think maybe that's part of what makes some of these early episodes a little rough because we have no aliens on the bridge crew. Data, like Worf, in the first number of episodes of this season, has almost no lines. There's barely any at all. Data he's is there, his, but he's not. Data important. is as close to an alien as we get, and even he basically just acts like a human being for yeah. the most part. You know. Um, yeah. Which leads to Q's infatuation with human beings because yeah, no, you know, I understand. Yeah, um, uh, it's just interesting. Like that is what we we get to find out. Like, oh, here's what motivates Q to interfere I, with I the like, bridge girl. I, I like uh, when um, or he just has a crush on Picard. One yeah. of the two. <laughs> a little, little for me, a little for me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I like how that fanfic that I've never read. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they're out there. They've been shipped. I'm sure, sure. I'm sure it's out there. Uh, there's no doubt in my mind. Um, but yeah, the the thing where because uh, um, they're talking about like the the muskets. Oh yeah. And it's yeah. like oh like ball and like gunpowder and blah, blah blah. And it's like you know just one of our phaser like oh, hand, yeah, just yeah. one of our hand phasers could take out a whole regiment. And blah, blah blah. And they have a lot of stuff. And uh, so uh, Riker does the thing where he takes the little mini phaser and, and he shoots sh- like the rocks with it and like Explode. just blows the rocks up. And then Worf just jumps out from, from behind, behind the, the other rock. rocks like from out of nowhere. And literally Jory is like, incredible Worf, you came out of nowhere. And it was, it's like, and, a and war- was like, it's like a warrior's reaction. And I was like, no, he just jumped out from behind that rock. Yeah. He didn't come out. He was clearly just waiting behind yeah, that yeah. rock. <laughs> but just the idea like that he's able to skulk around yeah, like yeah, stealthy, you know, because yeah. he's like this great warrior. Yeah. Um, a lot of you know. Anyway, and then they have that Q the, as data. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Creepy. That was so because creepy. you never see anyone else in the data makeup except data. data. You know, like he's completely unique. Because even when they find like his brother, day like in Daylore, when they find Lore, yeah. like it's still it's Brent so Spiner. Brain, yeah. It's still just yeah. the same physical yeah. form. But seeing somebody else, a completely different person, mm-hmm. in the identical makeup. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, weird. He just swaps out. Yeah, weird. Yeah, yeah. And of course, it turns out the muskets they are fire like energy blasts. blasts. Yeah. Yeah, 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 um, I like Riker actually. Like you see him like just vaporize a couple of the soldiers. Yeah. Like was, the whole thing, it was like weird. They were like, oh, like what are we gonna do? They're employing tactics, and it's just like no, they're just kind of standing out in the open, just yeah. shooting with your phasers. Yeah. Like, it, it was again, like I I felt like they were supposed to be under threat. Yeah. And that was the only kind of thing I was the only well, part of this episode. I. I 
I didn't yeah. actually feel that they were under well, the threat because, that they were supposed it, to be. It's because at but. this point it was more about um you know, the initial sort of test of the situation. Yeah. yeah and yeah. then when Riker Q tells Riker that he's given him the power of the Q. I mean, because ultimately that's what this whole episode That's was what about. it's about. Yeah. Yeah. And then he so he sends everyone back. Yeah. All the systems are back, Q's back. Yeah. Not Q's back. The crew is, the crew back, is back is what I was yeah. trying to say. Uh, and it turns out Q is like suspended time while they were doing all this. It's like it never happened. So basically. so like yeah. all their instruments and everything just show like, oh, they're just going Yeah, but to... Picard talks down to engineering and engineering's like, I don't know yeah, what you're well, talking yeah, about. Like we were... And yeah, yeah. Jordy so brings up all the systems dog. are yeah, online, yeah. they're never offline. Yeah, yeah. Jordy um, brings up the he's like, Oh, like no time has passed. Yeah, you know. Yeah, so, so Jordy and Data Wharf come back. Um and then uh Riker's still back on the planet with, with Q. And that's where they get the big laugh, yeah, the big yeah, yeah. belly laugh yeah, that Riker yeah, yeah. does, yeah. and just the whole like. Well, because Riker meet like clues into what Q is. Well, more yeah, or less he doing. sees yeah. right through. He's yeah. just like, look, you wouldn't just do this just for you. You do, you're doing it because you need something. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. There's some. There's some. Like, and so he has ulterior motive. Point, he has to pick apart. Yeah, there's some ulterior yeah. motive here, and he just yeah. at this point yeah. he still doesn't really take it yeah. seriously. But of course, like more or less, like. As far as, like, maybe Riker's concerned, like, is this part of the game? Yeah. Like, is he being tested? Is right. this a deal with the devil? Is Yeah, you know? yeah. And, of so, course, that becomes when they go back to the bridge. That That is yeah. where you well, really the, well, see so, the... so, so this is where the full explanation, which we already covered. Yeah, yeah. Q actually tells Riker exactly all that like, stuff. Like, about... wow, how humanity, like, yeah. really, like, they are both very curious and, you know, yeah. Yeah, so Riker initially re- and, refuses because yeah. he's pretty much just, like, it pretty much boils down to just, I don't like you. Why would I want to be one well, of you? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty much what it boils down to. Yeah. Uh, so so Q resumes the game. But, but now Picard and Wesley are there as well. Yeah. Which Everybody's is the first the time we've seen Wesley this episode. Literally, yeah. like, he just... He's not in the whole rest of it. No. And then suddenly he's just part of the yeah, thing. Yeah, well, him and Crusher show, or, or Crusher show up on the bridge. Yeah. Uh, but now, um, they don't have their phasers or anything like that. Yeah. And uh, so I love how, like, Worf just, like, jumps right in to, like, start fighting the soldiers. Yeah. And then uh, he gets bayoneted to death. Yeah, to death, yeah. And then, so Wesley runs in. And then Wesley, and Wesley is, is bayoneted to, to death, death. Yeah, stab, from behind. Stab right In through. bloody detail. Yeah. Like, you literally, he's like, they're like, Wesley, look out. And he's and like. And I really ah. felt the, the, the crew did not react strongly enough to this. Or did they react exactly how they meant No, they're to. like, Wesley, look out. And then he's like. Stabbed uh, through the front and he goes, ah. Yeah. And then you totally see, like, the, the, the bayonet, the bayonet right, through right through him. Yeah. And blood and everything. I was like, wow, that is, like, way more graphic than I was expecting that <laughs> to be. Early 90s or remember it to be. I remembered it. No, I mean, there was, like, a lot of, like, they, you know, there's some violence, but, like, to, in in this, it yeah, was just They odd. really killed Wesley. <laughs> they, they killed the crap out of Wesley. Yeah. They killed him good. Yeah. Um... Uh, so Riker, of course, angrily uses Q power. He restores everyone, sends everyone back to the ship. Um, Riker, Picard discuss like the implications of the Q's offer, and because well, it's at this point where, uh, yeah, because because this this is where it leads to Riker ta- calling Picard John Luke, yeah, and refers to him. Well, just he starts to get this kind of like like. Well, you know, high attitude of it's, like, and it's like, a case of clearly all, like gets uh, getting more comfortable with the power. The, yeah, exactly. Like, uh, like, like it or not, the power having the power changes you yeah. in a way that. Well, Picard counsels Riker not to use the power because it's yeah. too tempting. Yeah. 
they arrive at the colony. And, oh yeah, because they finally get to the colony. At yeah, that point, and yeah. so like a lot of people are like hurt and stuff like that. And, they and this find, is well, this is like the first test for Riker. Yeah, and so they find like the child that's like in yeah. the rubble and stuff like that who like doesn't make it. Yeah. and so uh, you know, they, it, the the subject comes up of like he could save her with the powers, but he's yeah. like he's like oh I can't do that I made a promise. Yeah, um, which the whole thing is very. Well, they got. I mean, they couldn't really go too much more in depth than that. That no, but like I the mean, pace I, of was just they were. They no, no, no. But moving. I mean, no, like that, that was fine. No, no, yeah, no yeah. What I mean is, it's like, like, really, like, shame on Picard for forcing Riker to not save a little girl's life. Well, that's not what have. the idea was. I realize the point that, was it's a slippery slope that if you start, eventually, true. You know, but at the same time. If you have the power and you do not use it, yeah. you are also you are you are guilty. Right, of... but but the thing is, is that if if there's no other way, like basically they say, like oh, if we just got here a little earlier, yeah. right? Like they have very advanced medical technology and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. There are certain things that they can do on their own, and there are certain things that they can't. Yeah. You know, the point is in this world in yeah. this time, people still sometimes die. Yeah, things yeah, happen. Yeah. They they're not gods. Yeah, you know, quite to the contrary of like the yeah. Q way of approaching things. And it's accepting that yeah. and the fact that you just have to, as a human being, you just have to do the best you can. Yeah. And it's not always going to go great. Yeah. And you got to accept that. But when you have the ability to. I, I understand, do but I'm saying yeah. you have to look at this from the it, philosophical it, it comes from the, the, repercussions. It, well, it all comes down to, I mean, and the, I guess the, the moral of, not necessarily the moral, but the, the moral question of this particular episode is uh, more or less like, uh, if you can, should you play God? You know, and at this point, like Riker, more or less can. Yeah, and it, you know, it's it's just like like, and it's just like, well, if you think about it, you know, with science and everything, especially even, I mean, by modern day standards, but even by Star Trek standards, like, kind of they do nothing but, like the old Simpson, like you, you wait, you do nothing but play God. Yeah, you know? but I'm and, saying, but it's the difference is, is yeah. it's what they've naturally developed the ability to do. Exactly. And the thing is, is that you like it's not Take healthy a when it's given to you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's not healthy to not accept yeah. the fact that things aren't always going to be perfect. I feel there people, could have been a people, compromise you know, between the two. Yeah, but and they, they had made to it make very the, black and white, right? Yeah. But that's because they had to make the point yeah. quickly and yeah. move on. Yeah, and I actually quite like that. Yeah. Of course, like anyone else, I would have been like, yeah. "Oh man, come on, yeah. just save her," you know. But the, I, yeah. the they had to I, make the point. I think and in, they had to and make this it is a case of like the to show keep, to keep the plot moving. Right? At this era of Star Trek, the show, especially Next Generation, general wasn't this dramatic. But this is the kind of thing in a more oh uh, yeah, like in Discovery, like him not saving that child would haunt him. Oh yeah, you know. And yeah. but like they're not going to play that. No, in. Next Generation, they're not haunted by things. They're not haunted by Star Trek Next Generation. Exactly. Even even like. Riker kind of acting like a dick once yeah. he's got the power, yeah. and 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 then at the end when everything's resolved, he just like sits back down next to like Picard, yeah, and it's yeah, like it never happened. Yeah. They just go on to the next, next adventure yeah, yeah, yeah. because There's that's very little it's can, very episodic, that yeah, and that's yeah, yeah. just always yeah, what it is, right? They learn their lesson, they move on. Yeah. You know, Wesley's like, remember that time I was a man there, for like thirty seconds? There is no. Except my voice didn't change. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. Well, it, I mean, because well, that's the next scene where if the, if the voice had changed, then it would be even weirder because yeah. he looks nothing like Wesley, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then <laughs> if he looked nothing like him and sounded like nothing, yeah, it yeah. would just be like, okay, who's that? Yeah, he's that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because well, this, um, yeah, because this whole discussion with between Picard and 
Yeah, uh, well, the Riker bri- leads to the... They, they gather everyone together on the bridge. But I love how uh, um, Q shows up as, like, a monk. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then they have that whole... That's where, like, the flim flam. Oh, he's a flim flam man. man. Yes, so it's, Picard, it's a great line. Picard's interaction there, like, where he just goes off on Q. And oh, he's just had enough. enough. Like, And, I mean, they've had some pretty heated... You were wait- like, like, clearly, yeah, fed up with his time being wasted. Yeah. Although, like... Although it's clearly like no actual time has been wasted, no, 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 no. But, but just but, the, yeah, but yeah. just the fact that, that unnecessary interruption. Well, just of how Q. petty Q is. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's like he has he has this omnipotent power. Yeah. But it's like everything has to just be like like he just acts like yeah. like oh like uh, things didn't go my way so man man yeah. and it's just like come <laughs> on dude come on <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah and 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 yeah it's just oh it's so great. Um, and uh, yeah, so we get the the gifts. Riker tries to like yeah. get everybody well, on his side. Because Q is like, give them, give them what yeah, they, they what most. they want. Yeah. yeah. So he makes yeah he makes Wesley an adult, uh, <laughs> and he looks nothing like him. Yeah, yeah. Especially like, knowing like, like, what we like, know. Where? Yeah. Well, well, first of all, <laughs> he's said to have aged him up ten years. Yeah. So it makes him like from you know like whatever 15 or 14 or whatever he, to he, like he also, mid 20s he also, he also gains like a hundred pounds to like, in like a foot and a half yeah. <laughs> and and i was like i was like you know what well we looked like 10 years after this basically I, the, the beard. same yeah, yeah. no not even well, no, he didn't even right, have no, the beard right. in like later. the early 90s yeah, yeah. or like the mid 90s like yeah, like yeah. he didn't get the beard it was from, 20 years before. he literally looked he almost did. identical like well, like ten years like, after this, like most people, don't just a little, a little more grown up, yeah. but like basically yeah. the same. And then now we know what he looks like. Most with like people, the beard if and the you saw them when they were fifteen, you could identify them at age twenty-five. Yeah, but like and vice versa. Yeah, I just thought it was funny. Nobody, like, obviously, there's no way to like literally age him up. They had to just cast an but, actor, but, but they cast somebody who doesn't look anything like him. Some like like Norwegian skiing like athlete <laughs> or something. Like it was just like what the fuck. <laughs> and then so... I love, I love. Um, I mean. Possibly, like, I, I think, and here's the, how I think, yeah, because because it, it is what they wanted most, and uh, it's it's um, Wesley wants to no, his Wesley's desire yeah. was to be well, older, can, so possibly he looks like that because that's what Wesley thinks yeah. he wants but to look come like. On. Yeah, yeah, come yeah. on, come on. And well, um, then he goes to Data. Data, which that D- Data is saw a, right through. That is such a good scene. So yeah. good. Brent Spiner's acting immediately is like no, yeah. Cause, cause he's like, he's like, even if everyone else, like, like you, if, I, if you know. made me human and like everyone else knew yeah. it, everyone else saw me as human, everyone, you know, I would know and it would yeah. just be not real. Although that Kavit isn't necessarily true because he could also make him so he wouldn't but know. It but it doesn't yeah, take yeah, away yeah, yeah, from yeah. like the power of that. It's the thing that he wants, yeah. but he wants to get there On, in his own, own way, yeah. you know? In, well, for Data, um, and, and, because it's just like Data's character, like... The goal is important to become more human, but it's all about the journey. The yeah. process of becoming human is what is important, yeah. you know. Uh, which they do a lot more with later. Like, I've been pretty critical of, in the first season, like... Oh, well, they... Yeah. A lot of the time, it's just Data basically being confused about I, human stuff. Again, like, ah, human stuff, you know. It's it's clear. It's, there's early episodes. They, they, do, they didn't know what to no, do. No, they do much better with that stuff later. But this he's, scene... He's a comedy punchline for a lot of stuff. But this scene was phenomenal. Than, yeah. Brent Spiner's acting was great in yeah. that scene. Um... And of course, with Jordy, he fixes his eyes. I, yeah. Um, and again, I mean, this is the first time that we see Le- well, first and probably 
one of the last. I mean, I, reading, maybe a couple more times. Reading rainbows and back to... <laughs> yeah, where you see LeVar Burton's real eyes. Yeah. And, um, again, like, he, the acting in that scene, like, his it's acting in that scene is so good. strong, yeah. And he does a good job with the eyeless act. I mean, there's been always that thing where it's hard for actors when they don't have their eyes because... Oh, like people with vision to pretend uh, to be blind? Yeah, oh, well, yeah, yeah. Well, no, 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 just in general, when you don't see eyes, like, oh, if right. you cover... The eyes oh, you like lose that. emotion. Stuff. A lot yeah. of the like uh, acting and emoting comes through the eyes, and and it's very difficult. And and he does a good job of doing the character without eyes, but this definitely shows that he's so much better with them. Like yeah, yeah. it really illustrates that difference yeah. because he just yeah. really comes alive. Yeah, at which point, like Jordy declares, like the price is too high because yeah. you know it's ultimately. He had would have to thank Q. Yeah, because Riker. Got well, he says Q. that he's like, yeah. I don't, I don't like who I'd have to thank. thank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, you yeah. Know, and then there's the... the thing with Worf, which is the kind of more questionable one. Well, I was and, like, really. And I feel the What's thing that with Worf is more. I felt like what Q would give Worf, yeah. not what Riker would gift Worf. Like, that well, was I think weird... a lot of it came down to because at this point they're not really like. Worf is still kind of not a really a really like, like an actual main character in a way, and so like literally they don't even like I feel like Worf's not really ever like friends with the rest of the crew yeah, in the yeah. same way that like no. they will be later. But, like him and Jordy might hang out once in a while, a little but maybe only because like yeah. they both like are they work are, on a lot of the same things, things they're same similar yeah, rank yeah, yeah, and all yeah. that stuff. But yeah, and also, so Worf is like a Klingon on a. Yeah. Ship full of, like, mostly people. Like, who wants? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, but my point here is just that, like, I feel like it, it's, you know, they, they conjure up that because it's like they don't really know Worf well enough to yeah. really. It's just yeah. like, oh, Worf is like. Well, we don't know his motivation. Uh, like, yeah. Worf's motivations don't become it's like, much clearer War- later. Worf that... doesn't have any other Klingons to yeah. hang out with. So, yeah. you know, and, and especially, like, you know, companionship. So we yeah. give him this, like, Klingon. Yeah. Uh, female that he can like yeah. get jiggy with yeah yeah um which as you say like <laughs> w- like Worf has sex on the bridge because yeah, well, there's he declares that thing. This, like like what is this like yeah yeah jordy's like she's like 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 is this sex to you he's, he's like, like this is sex, sex. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. there's no longer place for it in my life yeah 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 um, and, and it's like basically just like like rough it's rough play yeah yeah, yeah <laughs> exactly yeah and it's um <laughs> because it's you know like much as the show goes on it's like, definitely like the Worf's weirdest motivations are much more about like he wants to prove himself yeah. to be like the you know because he realizes coming like yeah. his, his well, how he has come into yeah. being a well, Starfleet and, officer and the way that he expresses it here is like almost like he's rejected like Klingon yeah, yeah, culture yeah. and stuff because he says like you know that is from like a you know that is of a world that like has it's nothing, alien to, nothing me. to do yeah, with yeah, yeah. it's alien to me now yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what he all says, that yeah. stuff right Whereas, like, later on, it's more about the integration yeah. of, like, you know, he still cares about, like, well, traditional, well, like, like traditionally stuff, who he is combining but, with. But he's yeah. also, yeah. you know, has this other perspective, you know. and it's more about integrating that. Again, much like Data, a character where, like, two episodes ago, yeah. like, Worf, like, was just, like, a guy who just stood there. Like, yeah. it's just, uh, There know. is an episode coming up in the first season that's the first big, like, Klingon episode oh, yeah, yeah. that develops that a lot better, and yeah. that really kind of... Because uh, puts... he, well, he turns into a, such a great character. Yeah. I mean, it, 
I mean, goes through to play this character on Deep yeah. Space Nine. So know, I love like, how I love how basically everyone kind of rejects their gifts for yeah. various reasons, and but all like very obvious like character based yeah, reasons. Because yeah. he doesn't even get because he doesn't even get as far as some of the other. And then people Picard before. is just sitting there like, yeah, that's uh, I knew that this knew was going to go that way. Gonna, yeah, and yeah. and I love how Riker's just like, how did you know, sir? I feel like such an idiot. Yeah, yeah. and and Picard just goes quite right. So you should. Yeah, yeah, so you should. Yeah, because <laughs> it's like he basically like yeah. set that up because he knew what was going to happen. Yeah, yeah. Um, at which point Q gets recalled by the yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The, the continuum for, for his shenanigans. Yeah, well, because were... he promised to let them go to go and not bother them again. Yeah, if uh, they won won the game, which yeah. the game being basically that yeah, yeah. Riker whether Riker accepts or not. Yeah, essentially, right? Because yeah. he makes the sort of like behind the deal deal with Picard right. and Picard like holds it to it like oh you, you know you, you said, said you would go yeah, away yeah, not yeah. bother us again and and so Q is just like oh and he's gonna try and do something and it's like the rest of the Q is just like no, no yeah. like you agreed to that which, That's... Is, which is still which is again puts an interesting like, like as much as we ever find out about the Q continuum yeah. like some part of the Q continuum, like they really value their word, yeah. Which is something we never really well, get later from Q on until much later, right? And there is because ap- early on he's just like, yeah. I mean, quite, like early Q is like Loki, yeah. Like in these well, early and, episodes, oh yeah. And, well, and, <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I liked how in this one, instead of just kind of messing with them, like there's like a purpose behind yeah, it. Like yeah. there is like an actual. Well, motivation. Well, I want you to find out the motivations um, too. Yeah, and yeah. later on, because there is that episode later on. Because uh, in this one, he's just kind of like like pulled back, like like uh, he just kind of disappears, like yeah. Uh, the Q kind of just like recall him, um, but we never we don't actually see like another Q as it were uh, until much later. And there's like another episode where it's the one where um, he's like stripped of his powers, oh right, right and expelled right. from the continuum because he goes around just messing with other life forms and stuff yeah and they're just like yeah no like that's not cool you know um so there is a little bit of development of that aspect uh, yeah no exactly later that's right. on yeah. this is the early setting the seeds for that yep. that obviously there is some part of the continuum that's like yeah no like don't 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 poke you know don't poke the lesser yeah be- the lesser beings with this you know the stick like that like mm-hmm. like just leave them alone you know i mean it, it- it, it's already like I mean clearly they, they don't have um, uh, what is it I was going to say the First Amendment um, first what is it what is it that's, uh, that that oh like uh, prime directive prime directive they don't have a they don't have a prime directive but they the have Q, oh the Q the Q yeah but they have some sort of uh, well just have some responsibility you know? being that they are yeah. you know you know which is which is interesting because you think like an omnipotent being like. What does like the concept of responsibility doesn't even mean anything yeah. when you can undo anything? But it's because at that point, like your responsibility isn't well technic- with great power comes yeah, great, great responsibility. responsibility. But I guess thank at, you, Uncle Ben. That, from the Q continuums, like so, sort of basically how and we only ever see, really see that how they treat Q yeah. is it's not their responsibility to others, yeah. but it's their responsibility to how they conduct themselves. Right. Yeah, is, right, is, right. Uh, yeah, exactly. You know. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's uh, hide and cue. Yeah, hide and cue. Yeah. So uh, I, I, uh, I was blown yeah. away. I was not expecting it to be so good. No, it. Uh, There's some really good acting for our regulars. Finally. Fi- yeah. Yeah. Because um, that's something that I've definitely criticized. A really nice, fast-paced plot that stays very interesting. Mm-hmm. A lot of really good scenes between characters. Uh, it's see that's the thing is it's that there's this whole thing of you know 
Roddenberry not wanting to have conflict amongst the main characters and like how like oh like Starfleet like oh they don't have conflicts and blah blah, you know. Um, so having like bringing in a character like Q that's like an outside character that they can I they can interact with allows them to have a little bit more of that sort of conflict and more heated dramatic yeah. uh, interactions, um, which they have that in other episodes, but it's predicated on can the guest actor actually hold up their end? Mm-hmm. So when you have somebody who comes in and it does as good as John Delancey does as Q, who who can like actually participate in the proceedings to the yeah. same level as people like Patrick Stewart and think people like that, that like are like operating on this other level. Like it really just enhances it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it was great. Yeah. Loved it. So, uh, right. This episode, I guess. Yeah. Uh, part. So I am going to go, I mean, it's still season one, so you don't want to go too crazy. Um, but this is a great episode. Probably, definitely, I think it was the best so far for me. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going, you know, it's got to be higher than what I've done before. So I'm going like like eight, like high yeah. high eight. I am also giving this episode Teetering on nine, but oh, yeah. like, yeah. but there's a couple of little things that were a bit and iffy. It's... And I want to leave lots of room for later. things that... That is like draw this into being. This is still first. Yeah, yeah, season. exactly. Uh, I want to leave some more room for later more stuff. Specific, like specifically, like, like sort of. Well, like maybe Tasha's treatment in this episode. Tr- like just writing Troy right out of this episode. Yeah. just things like that. There's some yeah, little no, things, but yeah, but, but this, it's like teetering on night. It's and again, so good. a lot of this like being that development of this series changes a lot from season to season. Yeah. I mean, more or less putting this in the, the in with the season. Like, yeah, definitely. I'm going to give this an eight. Yeah. Um, eight for me. For uh, sure. It is, it is head and shoulders above a lot of this. Like, well, well everything we've seen so far. Um, I think the only thing that comes close is, uh, for me personally, is that first episode. Yeah. And a lot of that is just because so much wonder and discovery. In that right. First yeah. Episode, no, it right? was good. Um, yeah. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, no, yeah, no it's big be hard pressed flaws. to have a better episode this I mean, season than this. A, the, what would have pushed this to a nine is if they'd left Wesley dead. That's how you make this. <laughs> <a nine. laughs> That's so mean. <laughs> I know. Why? Yeah. Um, why? Um, why do I have to be the one that's to stand up for Wesley? <laughs> I don't want to do that. Oh, but I, I feel I'll like stand I have up to. for Will Wheaton, but yeah. I'm not standing up for uh, Wesley. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> ironically or maybe it's not ironic I don't know you'd have to ask Lannis Morissette yeah but uh, <laughs> no no if you're going to ask anybody about the definition of ironic Alanis Morissette is not who you ask because she joke. clearly does not know that was a joke yeah. uh, the next episode that airs yeah which is actually filmed much earlier because it's the one that they put way out of order. Oh, okay. is Haven, ones, yeah. which is highly Troy centric, and this one has no Troy. Um, it oh, is. Right. It is not going to be an eight. Oh, let me just no, say that I, I don't right remember, now. I don't. I remember the basic plot of the episode, but I don't remember anything about it specifically. Oh, so it's not an eight. It's not a. It's not like a not code a of honor it's bad not... or like. <laughs> what was that of... other one that was really bad? Um. Yeah, it's not like those. I love Code of Honor is our like benchmark. Well, it is. Like, it's the it's benchmark just, for yeah, the entire yeah, series yeah, of yeah. like f- f- how bad an yeah, episode can yeah. get. Um, but yeah. yeah, so that's that's next. But uh, after that, back to back, we get a little upswing. We, we there. get we get uh, uh, the big goodbye. Yeah, the big so goodbye. The first yeah. big holodeck Dixon Hell episode, and then we get uh, Data Lore. So yeah, I'm. 
I which Dalor has some flaws. But I'm, it also has yeah, some really cool I, stuff. If, so yeah, yeah, it's not a great episode. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah. It's but it's not bad by yeah, any I'm, means. I'm Dalor is the one I'm most worried about. Like oh, there's some. I remember it being there's good, some bad but, stuff, yeah, but yeah. there's also some really yeah. good stuff. So yeah, yeah. So uh, so, so that's a little preview. Of the next preview preview next couple, couple episodes. Of weeks. Um. So uh, thanks, folks, for listening. Yeah. Uh, Woo. And yeah, I'm just really excited because I just that episode was awesome. Yeah, it was a really good episode. <laughs> we really uh, needed that. Q stuff is definitely we really always, needed that. Always, um, yeah, always, always top for me. Um, but yeah, uh, so I guess that's it for this week. Yep. And uh, until next week, shut, shut up, up, Wesley. Wesley.